0: let's make a noise in this place in jesus mighty name we believe that god is still on the move come on somebody needs breakthrough in your world father we thank you that the sound that was made even in this place doesn't stop here Lord, we don't worship just for ourselves we don't shout for ourselves we don't just dance for ourselves god we believe there's breakthrough that's prophetic in this season and in this hour God that we're impacting the planet we're impacting the earth with a sound of praise and a sound of worship not because we have strength in ourselves, but because you've infused us with your spirit and your life and Lord we just ask for you to make it loud in our life as we see you move in Jesus mighty name Amen. amen amen Amen. come on somebody give God praise I believe revival's in this place I believe Revival's here for you. Look at somebody and say, keep making a noise as you grab your seat. Come on, what's up, Transformation Church Online. Keep on making a sound at home. I hope you're shouting in your living room right now because we've been shouting in here for you. And listen, you, you're you, yeah, come on, give it up for our online folks right now. And y'all are blessed because... Because you get to worship without masks on. We got masks on in here, and like, it's a cardio workout worshiping with masks on. Anybody can attest to the cardiovascular workout with that mask on? I'm trying to breathe. I'm like, why don't you do this for me? Just pull the mask open a little bit and just get a little air right now. <sighs> Oh, Lord, we love you and we thank you. I'm going to jump into uh, our series today, a new series called How to Be Human, and uh, I've been praying about this. I've been uh, off for a while, and I've just encouraged this word I have in my spirit. I think it's for the planet right now. I think it's for you. I'm going to be your pastor today, but I'm also going to be your prophet today. I'm going to bring you a little prophetic word uh, from the scriptures, and then and then I, and then I, I think in, in the rest of the series, I'll get into some more practicals, but I'm just going to drop some prophetic on you today, and um, we'll start... There, how to be human. Um, we got a lot going on at church. I'm telling you, if you plug into this place, really plug in and uh, give your life to it for a year, your life will be different. I promise you, God will change your life if you decide I'm going to commit to everything. Everything we do, we've got next steps. We've got plugged in. We've got leadership. We've got serve teams. We've got connect groups. We've got. If you'll really say I'm going to get involved, your life will be different in one year. I can give you a year a year guarantee. And at the end of the year, if it's not different, you can do it. You can give all your tithes back. You can give all your time. You, I'll come to your house and make you dinner for a while if your life isn't different. I'll give you your time back. You know, I'm just, I can guarantee your life will be different. Because God promised that if we plug into the house, we would flourish and excel. We've got so many things happening. We have a revival going on in our student ministry right now. Come on, I don't know if you all know that. We, we, we've got we've got an amazing student leader, and he's we, we've actually invited him to be our student pastor, our student uh, leader. He's 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 in Bible school, starting that up, and, and he's been leading for free our teens and serving for over a year and a half. And uh, his name's Chris Tosada Tosado, and his wife Kate. I don't know where he is. You've seen him everywhere. He preached a couple couple weeks ago, and um, and he, he's amazing. But listen, he doesn't just want a position. He he said he was doing it for free for a long time. He said, I want the power of God in our students. I want to see a generation come on fire for God. And And last Wednesday night, God began to move in the gifts of the Spirit. He began to get some words of knowledge, and the team began to pray, and God told him to pray for the team. He began to pray for the team, but then it broke out, and all the teens started praying for each other, and some of the students started getting set free and coming forward. It was just an amazing move of God's Spirit. And next week, he tells me he's got somebody who's staying on the voice and got a three-chair turn coming to lead worship here for the students. I'm like, what in the world? So anyway, I want to encourage you, pray that the same thing that's happening there would happen in us and that we would see God move in us I want to jump in how to be human how to be human I, 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 don't, I don't know about you but right now the tension of how to be human is tight and, and 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 it's kind of like riding a roller coaster come on anybody I mean the tension of a roller coaster the tension between faith and fear the tension between life and death the tension between, between breathing or holding your breath between holding on or letting go come on any roller coaster fans in here Check out. I got some pictures of some roller coaster people. Check out some of these pictures real quick. I don't know. We got about six or seven pictures. Look at the girl in the back. (laughs) Second one, screaming. The girl next to her is about to throw up. Come on, Jimmy. Chris Hart. Look at that. Mom. (laughs) The dude in the front and the dude behind him is just... The different reactions to to riding the coaster of life. (laughs) This dude's looking up to heaven. Look at that guy. He just passed out. It's like, I'm done. (laughs) Anybody feel like that right now in this pandemic? I'm done. But that guy's demon possessed. The guy put the third one back. Dude's manifesting a demon. (laughs) It's like, yeah. You know, (laughs) there she is. I mean. (laughs) It's like Tom Hanks on the right. I don't know. That's. The lady behind is holding on and laughing look 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 that's the look at all the different reactions and all the different actions and all the different facial expressions and the tension between life and death between fun and fear there's tension and right now come on some of y'all are in the coaster of life some of you are laughing some of you are screaming some of you are holding on and everyone is in this tension of how to be human and it's like riding one of these coasters Life right now is like this crazy roller coaster in the tension of our faith. As human beings, it's intrinsic in us to have tension between the divine and dust. We were created with divine nature and the breath of God, but in from dust. We were were created with faith, but we also face fear. We We have pain, but we also have promises. We have mystery, but we also have revelation. There's a tension of being human in this planet. We walk around with this tension and and, and we want answers, but we also want to understand from God the promises. We want to be led by faith, but we want to understand everything. We want obedience, but we also have rebellion in our lives at times. How to be human carries tension. And right now, with the pandemic and with 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 prejudice and with the roller coaster of, of politics and with the roller coaster of what we're heading into in this season, there's no greater time than the, than we felt the twists and turns of the tension in our life. I, me, I'm just talking to you personally of what I'm facing. I'm preaching prophetically to myself today. And the reality is the, the commonality is whenever we get on a roller coaster, the very first thing all humans do is grab the bar and pull. Anybody? We reach down and we pull and and even the staff is trained to say click 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 put the bar in place and you push it down and you're worried that your thighs might be too big so you're pushing it down a couple more you don't want to have any 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 area of 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 error as you as you ride that coaster because you know turns and twists and flips are coming and so you you pull on the bar you don't pull on the bar because you hope it doesn't hold you pull on the bar because you are praying to god something holds And in the tension of humanity right now, we're all pulling on the bar praying, is something going to hold me in the twists and the turns and the ups and downs and the turmoil called life, called being human? What's going to hold? I'm here to tell you the only thing that's going to hold is the word of God and the prophetic spirit of God and the, and the heart of God and the power of God. And as we all pull, if we can learn to actually trust the, the word of God and the spirit of God, then we can let go and relax on this ride called life a little bit and go, whoa, and we're not going to be looking like we got demons as we're riding the ride. Some of y'all don't trust God enough, so you look like you got a demon as you're hanging out with everybody. <laughs> and, and, and the reality is, We believe as Christians that God's word holds. You know, if your teenagers are rebelling and pulling against the bar, it's not because they don't want the bar to hold. It's because they pray to God you'll hold. If someone in your life is pulling against the bar or you feel tension and pain and things that are pulling against the bar, it's not because you are in a place where nothing's going to hold. It's because God's showing you that he will hold. There's something in your life called his spirit that will hold. Jesus lived the tension between being human and being divine perfectly. He came to this planet. Listen, he lived, died, and rose again to show you and I how to be human. This is all my intro. Are y'all with me? He lived to show us how to be human. He lived it perfectly. But I want you to write this down. Jesus never used his divinity to disguise his humanity. He, he, he lived and he said, he said I, I thirst He said it's finished he knew how to keep going even when he wanted to quit he said he said i have compassion i'm angry i'm flipping some tables i'm moved i wept that's one of the most encouraging verses to me in the bible about being human that jesus wept that he wasn't too distant from our our condition that he wasn't removed from our situation so much so that he wept over it come on they might not have wept for you they might not have been moved for you they might not have cared about your condition but jesus wept He's still weeping for our condition and still being moved with power and compassion. And he said, I understand how to be human. And it brings me strength to know that he lived as a human, 100% God, but 100% man. And he didn't disguise his humanity. Sometimes we try to be so tough and so strong and have all the answers, but we don't have to because God holds. He teaches me how to be human. I'm going to give you the secret to being human today. I'm going to give you the secret. How do I live? How do I make it? How do I survive these times? I'm going to give you the number one. I promise you with all uh, everything in me, emphatically, that I'm giving you. What, everybody wants secrets and insights. And fi- I'm going to give you the number one thing to be human. No questions asked. I had somebody ask me, is it faith? No. Is it love? No. Is it hope? No. You can name the whole entire Bible, but I can give you two verses on how to be human and how to be a person of God, alive in God. And I'm going to show you that today and then I'm, going to, I'm going to preach to you from the thought of inhale, exhale. Genesis 2, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. John 20, 22 in the new covenant, when it began, started, was initiated. And when he had said this to them, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Title for today is Inhale, Exhale. Everybody just inhale, exhale. Father, help us to know what we really need in this hour. Help us to slow down and to inhale and exhale the breath of life. In Jesus' name, amen. It's the number one thing that we all take for granted. It's the number one thing that we overlook. It's the most necessary thing, but the most neglected thing. We don't think about breathing. We don't think about our our air. We don't think about until maybe if you have asthma or a family member that has asthma or somebody that has to sustain their life on a canister or you've seen somebody can't get their breath or you've ever experienced a panic attack or you've ever experienced having shortness of breath, then you don't take breathing for granted. But until then, you take breathing for granted. And I take breathing for granted. It's just natural. It just happens. And we don't really think about it. We just neglect it because it just happens. We just breathe. And the reality is, is as spiritual beings, the same thing happens. We just take the breath of God for granted sometimes. And we we just allow it to not be thought about. It's a necessity, but we don't think about it. This is the secret. The number one prophetic secret to being human is inhaling and exhaling the power and presence of God, the spirit and the breath of God. In the garden of eden god created adam and he breathed into him and made him a living soul the pneuma the breath of god the ruach the word ruach in hebrew it even has the sound of air in it Ruach. it's the breath of god god breathed into his nostrils and he became a living creation a living soul he made us as humans to live by his breath in the very beginning when jesus rose from the dead The first thing he did to his disciples before they ever did anything was breathe into them and say, receive the Holy Spirit. You and I have to receive the breath of God. We have to get the heart and breath of God into our life because how God starts something is how God sustains something. However God starts your life is how he sustains your life. And many of you are trying to sustain your life right now on so many other things except the breath of God because it's easy to take the breath of God for granted. It's easy not to get in his presence and inhale and allow the breath of God to teach us how to be human. We have to inhale. There's three types of the presence of God. There's the omnipresence of God. He's everywhere. You can't run from that. There's the inner presence of God. Once you receive Christ, you have God inside of you. Can't run from that. But the manifest presence of God, we can all run from. Adam and Eve, the minute they fell, the minute they were hurt, the minute they disappointed God, they ran and hid from God. Satan's number one tactic is to get you hurt so you'll hide from the manifest presence of God. Because he knows inside of the manifest presence of God in these worship environments, in your time at home, in your word, when you open the Bible, when you slow down to... (sighs) Satan knows that there's power and breath and life in that. and So he wants to get you hurt and get you fearful and get you hiding from that so that you can't get the sustaining force of God into your life. He's doing it with any tactic he can in the earth right now. All the things we see right now, all the turmoil we see in the planet right now is to get us to run from the manifest presence of God. Let me explain the manifest presence to God like this. The omnipresence, God's everywhere. You can't get away from it. Inner presence inside of you. Manifest presence is the made known presence of God. I'll explain it like this. If there was a billionaire in the room, if you're here, talk to me after service. If there was a billionaire in the room, his presence would be here. He would be amongst us or she would be amongst us. And, and we might not necessarily know it. But if he manifested his presence, he would begin to give a million dollar bills to everybody in this room. Come on, Jesus. somebody! We want the manifest presence of God. God doesn't just want to be in the room with you. God doesn't just want to be in your prayer time. God doesn't want you speed reading your Bible. God doesn't want you just sitting in a worship service. He wants to do for you what you can do for yourself. He wants to manifest his power and his ability into you. I need it like never before. We need it like never before. And we can't run from that presence, but it takes time. It takes slowing down. It takes breathing. Several years ago, we were going to an art conference. It's our national conference as a church. It's called Association of Related Churches. We're part of that organization. We have 44 churches about to be planted in this season right now during a pandemic. There's over 900 churches that we've planted. We give millions of dollars to missions every year. We have a 95% success rate on planting churches. It's an amazing organization. And we were driving down to that conference last year. I think it was last year, a little over a year ago. It got canceled this year. And as we were going, I was taking some new supplements from a a, a natural doctor that I have. He's a, a friend of mine, and he gave me some different supplements to take for my health and and uh, had been taking them for a while, and I was carpooling. We were all carpooling down there. Uh, Pastor Drew and his, his family and a bunch of the team were driving with them. And then I was driving with a guy named Greg Henson. I don't know if Greg's here, but he's over our prayer team. And he was riding with me. We were leaving a little bit later. And I woke up that morning, and I made my tea. I don't drink coffee anymore because I'm jacked up right now, and you can tell I'm not on any caffeine. <laughs> so so Preach. <laughs> And so, and so I drink tea, chai tea, to be specific, brewed tea bags. I made two of them. I put two, sometimes three, because I like to get a little extra kick. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't matter that I don't drink coffee. But I, but, I put, but I put a couple tea bags in there, and I drank half the tea and put it on the counter. And, and then I had my vitamins laid out. And one of the vitamins that he had given me was a high, 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 high level of vitamin B12. And so this vitamin B12, I didn't know it's, in, in, you know, side effects. And so that's on the counter. I drink half of my tea before we leave. I go out, I run some errands. I didn't get to finish that tea, so I went to Starbucks and got a Venti chai tea brewed bag latte. Drank that, got home, had the other tea sitting on the counter, and decided to take the pills with the tea. And so took the pills and drank the tea and washed it down with the tea. I get on the highway and I'm talking like to Greg. He's like, man, you're really excited about this conference. You know, I'm driving and about an hour in, my heart starts pounding. I start and I start kind of getting dizzy. I'm driving. I'm like, what is? And I'm and I can't breathe and I can't catch my breath. And I start kind of going in. I was like this panic, like this panic attack. I couldn't. I'm like, what in the world is happening? I'm freaking out. Like Greg, you're gonna. I get out. I stop the car. I have Greg drive the car. They're already at a restaurant. I'm like, what am I? I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm like the pastor. You gotta take me to the hospital on the way down to the conference. I was like, am I what is? Am I having a heart attack? What's happening? I call my doctor buddy. He won't answer. I call him three times. I'm like, bro, something's wrong took the pills he's like what else did you do I drank 82 cups of tea <laughs> he goes bro he goes you've hijacked your nervous system he said your nervous system's been hijacked and what, here's what you have to do he said I want you to control your breathing he goes I want you to take 10 breaths a minute that means five seconds in five seconds out He said, you'll have 10 breaths in a minute. Is that right? (laughs) Six breaths a minute. Thank you. I was on T. I was jacked up. Time was flying. Time was flying. (laughs) Don't make me relive it. (laughs) Six breaths a minute. He goes, "You you need to grab back your nervous system, and you do that through breathing. Some of you have had your nervous system hijacked. Come on, we've all, all of us as humans in this tension of politics and pain and hurt and prejudice and church and family and news and pandemic and plague and news and and political pundits and platforms and and politics and protests and church and news and family and kids and jobs and bills. And let's have a little five hour energy because we got to keep going and then sprinkle a little church on top so we can keep hearing God your heart's pounding and you're dizzy and you can't get your breath and you're wondering what's going to happen and God's saying, breathe. Come on online, breathe. You're, high, you're hijacked. You've been, I've been hijacked. You've been hijacked in your nervous system and the only thing that will allow us to actually get clarity and to calm down and to slow down and to be human is the healing power of the breath of God. Some of you are still inhaling politics and anger and gossip and and pride and envy and division come on listen to me the problem is whatever you're inhaling you're exhaling whatever you're taking in you're putting out on people and the earth more than ever needs us to be the people that will slow down and actually inhale the breath of God and exhale the breath of God onto a hurting world and I, and I I, I needed it in my own life. I I had a little personal time with God the other day. I didn't even tell my wife about it yet. I'll be honest, man. I was I, I I was tired. I was worn out. I hadn't even been preaching in July. And I, I got with God. I got into my into my private time with God. And I, I was reading the scriptures, but I just. I just got with Jesus. I'm just being intimate with you right now. Just giving you my private closet time with God, and I just I was in my chair, and I just I was just like "I, I, I need I need to be at your feet, God. And I got down. I sat at His feet. I sat there. I mean, I could see Jesus in the throne, and I just laid my head down at His at His feet and said, "This is what came out of my mouth. I'm worn out. I'm worn out, God." And literally. I wasn't, I wasn't laying down on my floor. I was sitting in my chair, and I've got an ottoman that sits in front, my leather ottoman, and my computer sits on that. Literally, listen to me. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you the full truth. I felt this heat and this, this, this heat coming onto my face. As I was saying, I said it twice, I'm worn out, Jesus. I need you. I'm worn out. And I just started feeling this heat. I haven't even told my wife this yet. I started feeling, feeling this heat just hit my face. So much so, I thought my computer screen was open and was emanating some type of heat on my face. I opened my eyes and my computer wasn't even there. I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> it's Jesus. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was my computer. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what's happening right now? I get heat on my face. We, we need the breath and presence and life of God more than ever so we won't get hijacked by everything that's happening around us. I don't want to be hijacked. I don't want you to be. I don't want our church to be. And I want to exhale his power and his heat and his fire on a humanity that needs it right now. I'm going to end with this story, and then I'm going to pray for you. We might go back and do a second of worship. I'm not sure yet. I'll see what the clock says. (laughs) But I I just... I think we need to understand the, the prophetic story I want to jump into the prophetic thought from God In Ezekiel 37, 1-10 It's the story about the breath of God It says this, if you'll follow along with me on your screen It says, then the hand of the Lord came upon me Talking to Ezekiel, a major prophet And brought me out into the spirit of the Lord And set me down in the midst of a valley And it was full of bones that ca- Then he caused me to pass by them All of them, and behold, there were very many In the open valley, and indeed They were very dry, come on, can anybody relate right now? And they were very dry, and he came and said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. And he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied, Ezekiel, so I prophesied as I was commanded. I spoke the word of God as I was commanded. As as I I prophesied there was a noise a suddenly a rattling and these bones came together bone to bone indeed as I looked the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them but there was no breath in them also he said to me prophesy to the breath that's what I'm doing today you're allowed to speak to the Holy Spirit and say come on breathe I need the sustenance your word brings me stability, but your wind brings me sustenance. Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath. Thus says the Lord God. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood up, and their feet an exceedingly great army the context of this prophecy is God's people had been destroyed Ezekiel is seeing a prophetic vision into the future of God's people Israel slain in concentration camps by the millions six million of them slain in ovens Their very dry bones in a valley God brings him shows him a horrible horrific valley and says can these bones live Ezekiel gets dropped into this dry valley and has this prophetic vision of a dry nation of people and God asks him can they live we know, we know in hindsight now that God did a miracle and brought what was destroyed back and restored it. Ezekiel and God are having a prophetic conversation about the destruction and restoration of his people. And God says, can they live? And Ezekiel says, only you know, God. Have you ever been in a valley of dry bones where well, you don't even know how you got there, how you're going to get out, how you're going to breathe, how you're going to live? And you're like, God, only you know if I can make it back from this. God, only do you know if we can come back as a nation. Only you know if we can come back as a church. Only you know if we can come back as a people. Only you know if this marriage can live. God, only you know. And prophetically, God drops him and shows him these things. And you have to know the context to apply it to yourself. Some of you, myself included, at times are in a valley that's dry. And we don't even know how we got there. Y'all with me today? We don't know how we're going to get out. We don't know how we're going to continue. We don't know how it can survive. And God says, he knows. Ezekiel says, God, you know. Some of you are asking the same questions. God, only you know. God says, prophesy to the the word of God. Prophesy to the word of God. Prophesy to the word of God. God says, Ezekiel, prophesy to the bones. Say, O dry bones. Listen to this. Hear, the word of the lord number 1 write it down here's a practical for you today the word of god is the first step to those who are dry if you're dry today the word of god is the first step listen some some of you have that bill clinton christianity you tried it but you didn't inhale Well, I come and stand and worship, but I can't wait till they get done. You didn't inhale. Well, God says I have peace for you, but, but I'm too angry. You didn't inhale. God says I have a word for you. I've got something to prophesy to you. I've got a word in my scriptures for you. Well, I'd rather go by my feelings. Can I tell you, you cannot fuel your faith with your feelings. In this hour of all times, you cannot rejuvenate your faith with your feelings i can't come alive by my feelings i can't i can't try it but not inhale like like you can't get in your quiet time with god and read through it to speed read to go on to your job in this hour we can't do that we can't afford not inhaling in anything that he says if he says forgive i got to inhale if he says turn the other cheek i got to inhale if he says breathe, i got to breathe. If he says my spirit will sustain you, i got to get his spirit. If he says my word will speak to it, proph- even though you feel dead and slain, prophesy the word of God over your situation. Speak the word of God over your life. Breathe in the Word of God. The Word of God begins to speak. He prophesies it. If you can't speak the Word of God over your life, get around some people that can. I prophesied to dry bones today. You will live and not die. You will prosper. You're the head and not the tail. We are one people, one person, filled with the Spirit, one body, no division. Full of God, full of His power. I prophesied some stuff I prophesied for you to inhale today hear the word of God as soon as the word of God gets on it what happens? the bones start rattling they start coming together it says that they're actually shaking together only God can bring this together guys you can't glue it together you can't worry it together you can't fight it together you can't, you can't, you can't vote it together only the word of God can bring this together And the word of God begins to bring some things together and brings stability, but it's not done yet. Stability comes, but then he says, prophesy to the breath. Now the sustenance comes. Now the life comes. And it says the breath comes onto the bones. They come together and then sinews and fiber and life enters into them and they rise up into this great army. God doesn't just want to bring you back together. He wants to give you the weapons and the tools to powerfully advance as his kids and as his kingdom and as his church they come back alive with swords and shields and as an army he sees it and god is prophetically saying to some of you you got to breathe again you got to prophesy to the wind you got to get the spirit of god and it says prophesy to the spirit and let the spirit breathe on those that were slain number two the holy spirit wants to breathe on your pain the holy spirit wants to breathe on areas that have been slain you're like i don't know how i got in this valley and don't give up in the valley don't quit in bitterness don't stop in anger. The Holy Spirit wants you to expose some things to God. Many times we hide. You, you, God can't heal what you hide. And God wants to breathe on the areas that you didn't think could even live. That marriage, that business, that mindset, that racial tension, that, that friendship that got, got hurt, that, 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 that partnership, that, that church, that ministry, that mindset. God wants to breathe on some things today. And Ezekiel's saying, come on, prophesy the breath of God. I was in Colorado. I'm going to close with this thought. I was in Colorado and in our rooms they put these canisters everywhere. I don't know, if anybody ever seen one of these? I hadn't either. This is an oxygen boost. And, and, you, and you get into high altitudes and they had this kind of as a convenience for us because you can get altitude sickness and when you're not used to that altitude, come on, we're in some altitudes right now in the kingdom that we haven't been in before. And when you're not used to that altitude, you can get a little nauseous, you can get a little dizzy, you can actually black out a little bit. Uh, one of the guys got altitude poisoning or altitude sickness, not poisoning, and he he was nauseous, he was dizzy, he was shortness of breath, he couldn't do any of the activities, he couldn't even get involved in what we were doing because he couldn't get enough air. And all he did for 2 days was walk around and, and finally after a couple of days he acclimated and the oxygen helped him kind of acclimate and his body began to process and get more oxygen into it I went and bought a bunch of these cans when I got back the pandemic was hitting and I heard oxygen was running out for people and they didn't have any in the hospital so I bought like 50 cans from sports academy I was giving them out to the elderly you know what I'm saying I was anything happens You know what this can says? <laughs> you can tell I need glasses. No, it's, it's, the, it's the lighting. It's the lighting. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oxygen directly fuels 90% of the body and mind functions. The average oxygen levels in the air are 21% boost oxygen. It's 95% pure and helps aviators in breathing oxygen. <laughs> Professional athletes inhale supplemental oxygen. I mean, 21% of oxygen is in the air. And if, if in the natural we get dizzy and we get nauseous and we get sick at certain altitudes, why wouldn't it be in the spiritual as well? And why wouldn't we need supplemental the guy was walking around breathing it for several days and one of the other pastors said hey can you take too much of that and another pastor says well i'm pretty sure you can't overdose on oxygen unless you have gills sir (laughs) i was like yeah that makes sense (laughs) that makes sense and i'm just here to tell you you can't overdose on the breath of god you, you can't get too little you, you can't get too much you, you, you need more of God's breath in this hour I, I, I need more of it And Ezekiel's saying can these bones live and I'm telling you there's some things in your life right now hear me There there's, there's some areas there are no political solutions to prophetic problems tweet that, write that down put it on your car bumper I don't know what you want to do there are no political solutions to prophetic problems and we need the breath of God like never before. And I need some supplemental oxygen from God. It says that this helps in performance. It helps in aerobic performance. It helps in high altitude. It helps recharge and recover. It helps me uh, actually get to whenever I have poor circulation or there's poor air quality. Come on. Is there any poor air quality in the earth right now? Come on. Is there any poor spiritual battle air quality going? We need some freaking oxygen from God's breath. Breathe. Inhale. Inhale. Exhale. That's how to be human. That's how to be human. Do I need love, Pastor? You can if you're not breathing. Do I need faith, Pastor? You'll never get it without breath. Do I need social justice, Pastor? Not without breathing. Do I I need a political persuasion? Not without the air of God. What's the solution, Pastor? More rights? Not without the breath of God. We are in times... Where the only thing that will sustain his church is the actual breath from his mouth. Whatever he starts with, he sustains it with. And we need the air of God. Let me pray for you. Would you bow your heads? Father, I thank you for today. I pray this prophetically reaches someone's heart. Whether you're watching online or you're here in this room, I pray that you would just inhale and exhale the breath of God like never before. All I know to say is we need your spirit. We need your breath. We need your manifest presence, God. And we will not neglect it. We will not run to everything else. We will not allow our nervous system to be hijacked. We will not stay in the valley of dry bones. We will not stay in bitterness. We will not stay in anger. We will not stay in division. We will allow you to breathe on us. We will prophesy to the wind and to the word of God. I pray right now that the word brings a new level of stability all across this planet and the spirit brings a new level of sustenance and life across this planet. If you're in this place, no one looking around just for a second. If you say, you know what, Pastor, I got some dry bones, I've had my nervous system hijacked, I've run to everything else, and, and I need the breath of God. I know you're talking to me today. Just put your hand up to me, let me prophetically pray for you right now. Come on, anybody in this place, I just if my nervous system's been hijacked in this hour. Come on across the room. Father, you see our hands. You know what we're nervous about. You know what we have short breath about. You know where we're lacking oxygen. We don't want just 20% from walking around day to day. We want a supplemental boost. We want a new breath. We want new air. We want new oxygen. We want your power. We want your spirit. We want revival. We want you to revive us, oh God, according to your spirit. And everyone in this place that's ever been hijacked or finds themselves in a valley right now and they're trying to figure out how to be human, I pray they would slow down, get in your presence, and you would breathe on them like never before, and they would inhale your presence and your power and your air like never before, God. And it would actually heal some things that they couldn't do on their own. If you're in this place, no one looking around, just for another second, you say, you know what? you know what, Jamie, I'm not even a Christian. I've never given my life to God I I can't be human I'm trying to be human I'm trying to breathe I'm trying to do it on my own but I'm out of breath I'm out of air well that's because the only way to actually be alive is to be plugged into Jesus the only place that you get actual eternal life and the breath of God is through saying yes to Jesus some of you maybe made a decision years ago but you've walked away from God or maybe you, you never have done that, never walked to God and just said, yes, Jesus, be my Lord, be my Savior. Give me your breath, give me your life. Today, he's got life for you. If you're in this place, no one's gonna judge you, not gonna bring you forward or make you stand up but I'm going to ask you to put your hand up to me in a second if you say Jamie I need a fresh start with God I need the breath of God I need the life of God I want my sins forgiven I want my shame removed I don't want to sustain my own life I can't keep it up anymore I can't I can't keep the facade up like everything's fine I need God I need a fresh start the Bible says if you would say yes to Jesus you get the breath of God and a fresh start in God a brand new life in God on three I'm going to pray for you if that's you just put your hand up to me on three. One, two, three. I need a fresh start anybody in here pray for me I need a fresh start if you'd hold it high so I can pray for you this morning I need a fresh start pastor in Jesus today awesome, awesome if you're online right now and you just feel like you're you're stuck and you need a fresh start you've never surrendered to Jesus I'd ask you as well just type fresh start in the, in the chat box right there just let us know you need the breath of God you need the life of God We'd love to pray with you and get some resources in your hand. I'm going to pray a quick prayer. Just pray with me if you're online or here in this room and you need God to give you a fresh start. You're ready to surrender to Jesus. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus. Jesus, I surrender to you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you are God. I believe that you rose from the dead and I give you my life. Breathe on me and give me the life of God today and make me alive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Come on, give God praise this morning, guys. Real quick, just just breathe in. Just take a breath. Come on, isn't that good? Praise God. If you said yes like that and made a fresh start, we've got a fresh start area in the back of the room. We'd love to pray with you or give you that book. Hear me. If you you need prayer for anything, guys, don't, don't be ashamed of that. Don't run out of here. If you need prayer, they'd love to pray with you back there as well. Social distance prayer still works. Come on, no distance in the spirit. They'd love to pray with you. And then if you're a guest with us, thanks for hanging out. Come on, give our guests a hand today. Thank you all. I love you so much. We have a gift for you. It's not oxygen, but it's a water bottle out there at our guest area. And then we don't we don't pass buckets. We give as we go. You guys can give online. Thank you for your generosity. We've got Next Steps today. We've got Youth This Week. We've got Team Night. we got all kinds of stuff. Come on, plug in. Inhale, exhale. In Jesus' name, have an awesome week.